Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by The Times of London. Today, with Cara Bentley and Stuart Willey. Israel's Prime Minister has signalled a new offensive in Gaza. The Times correspondent in Jerusalem helps us unpack what it could mean for civilians. There are increasing warnings of a humanitarian disaster in Gaza's southernmost city, Rafah, as Israel's Prime Minister Binyam Netanyahu orders his military to evacuate the civilians there. It comes as the country prepares to attack the city. Mr Netanyahu says it's the last bastion of Hamas fighters, but US officials say an invasion of the sprawling tent camps would be disastrous. They warn that Israel must protect civilians. The UN is also concerned. We, we are extremely worried about the fate of civilians uh, in, in Rafah. I think what is clear is that people need to be protected. But we also do not want to see any forced displacement, forced mass displacement of people, which is by definition against their will. That's the UN spokesman Stefan Dejaric. He also said the unprecedented density of Rafa would make it impossible to protect residents. Now, the Times correspondent in Jerusalem, George Grills, told us how many civilians are involved. I mean, the estimate is about 1.5 million, but it really is just an estimate. You've got to imagine what was once a kind of border town, you know, the main crossing point from Gaza into Egypt has been transformed into virtually a huge tent city, a, a ginormous refugee camp. Um, if you remember in the earlier phases of the war, the Israelis were, were trying to push Palestinians south and a sort of warning of military operations in the north. And effectively, we've come to the end point of that. You know, they have, they have progressed south and further and further past Khan Yunis. And now they're signaling an attack on Rafa, which is the final town. That is the last place in, in, in Gaza. President Biden has made his strongest criticisms of the war so far, calling Israel's response over the top as he vented his frustration at the rejection of ceasefire proposals. A White House spokesman said Israel had a special obligation to protect civilians. That is what was behind Netanyahu's statement yesterday, where he was trying to to calm American concerns by saying that we are planning simultaneously for both an evacuation and a military operation. But in reality, it, it seems pretty tricky to imagine where left there is for them to go, because everywhere north of there is obliterated ruins. There is nothing to return to north of there at the moment. So it, it is very hard to envisage where they go go from there. But I mean, bear in mind Netanyahu's sort of 
the degree to which he has listened to the US is not quite what you imagine. I mean, Blinken was here, it was his fifth tour of the Middle East, and on the same night as when Blinken, that's the US Secretary of State, was leaving Tel Aviv, Benjamin Netanyahu hosted a press conference where he, he said that they were pursuing with the offensive, they were ending um, ceasefire negotiations with Hamas and, and, and going on to Rafa. So I, I think we sometimes overestimate how much Israeli politicians care about, about what, what the US is saying. Now, yesterday, we looked at the likelihood of President Biden dropping out of the presidential race due to this accusation in a report that he was a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Mm, the comments were originally made by Robert Hur, a lawyer and registered Republican who was appointed special counsel to investigate Mr. Biden for keeping classified documents when he stopped being vice president. And there's lots of analysis on whether this will have lost Biden the election in November, but the fight back to try to prevent that happening is well and truly underway, with one of the big hitters being Vice President Kamala Harris, who's defended the president. What I saw of that report last night, I believe is, as a former prosecutor, the comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous, inaccurate and inappropriate. She then went on to describe his demeanour in the hours after the attack on Israel in October. Countless hours with the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, the heads of our intelligence community, and the president was in front of and on top of it all. A spokesperson for the White House Legal Counsel's Office, Ian Sams, told reporters that the report simply resorted to criticism because it couldn't find any reason to prosecute the president. When the inevitable conclusion is that the facts and the evidence don't support any charges, You're left to wonder why this report spends time making gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president. Bob Mulholland is a Democrat strategist and he actually knows Joe Biden. And he's also come to his defense on Times Radio. I just think that the people overreact. Remember, it was President Bush Jr., who was probably in the 60s, made the irrational decision to invade Iraq. Well, President Biden would never do that. And that was a disaster. So it's not the age. It's the common sense, and he understands how American politics works and how the American military works, and that's the most important. Well, that might be what Bob thinks. You can bet the Trump campaign is going to milk this for all it's worth. One Trump fundraising email said he was falling apart, telling supporters, Sleepy Joe is not mentally fit to run our country. This year, two billion people across the world will have the opportunity to vote in elections. But what could become, or already has become, a big factor in these is fake content, often called deep fakes. And that means audio, video or pictures that never happened but seem very, very real. This has already happened to President Biden this year, with a clip appearing to show him trying to dissuade people from voting for him in a primary. It's also happened here in Britain, with a video made to look like BBC News wrongly saying that Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has been caught up in a huge financial scandal. And now it's happened in Pakistan. But what's different about this one is it was entirely consensual. Indeed, Imran Khan, the jailed former Prime Minister of Pakistan, has approved of a message that includes an AI-generated version of his voice. 
In it, he's claiming a landslide victory in the election this week for candidates who are sympathetic to him. So this is AI Khan posted on his official Twitter page with a still picture of him behind bars. He says in that speech, I had faith in you, your massive turnout frightened everyone, nobody can stop us, don't be scared, celebrate. Now Mr Khan's opposition, Nawaz Sharif, who is favoured by the army and the establishment, also claimed victory in that election. But he did concede that he would require coalition partners to retain power. Any party or coalition of parties needs 134 seats to govern. Imran Khan's affiliates were recently on 96, Sharif's Pakistan Muslim League on 74. Khan's party says today it aims to form the government, but with both sides claiming victory, the army is urging unity. And this is just one of more than 60 countries which will go to the polls this year, which will be targeted with an equally unprecedented barrage of AI-generated fake news. It's hard to overstate the excitement around Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas tomorrow, the first time the Super Bowl has been played in Nevada at the $2 billion Allegiant Stadium. That excitement is not just down to whether the singer Taylor Swift will dash from Tokyo to see her boyfriend Travis Kelsey play. Miss Swift won't be performing. The R&B star Usher will be, promising his entire musical career distilled into a 15-minute halftime show. Last year's halftime show with Rihanna was the most watched ever, with 121 million viewers. But plenty of people will also be watching the game itself, of course. The San Francisco 49ers taking on defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Times' NFL reporter Charles Walford reckons the 49ers will have the edge on the field. And it's all down to Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey is the NFL's Offensive Player of the Year and he could have been born ready for the league. His dad, Ed, played in three Super Bowls. His grandfather won silver at the 1960 Olympics. A fellow player said he's the best football player I've ever seen in my life and we'll know if he lives up to all the hype by the end of Sunday. Over the last couple of months, The Times has covered the dramatic fall in birth rate in countries like China, Japan and France. Tomorrow on The World in 10, we're going to look at the challenges this poses, not just for those countries, but for all of us in the rest of the world. Here's The Sunday Times data editor, Tom Culver. The world is on the move. More people now have been born outside of their home country globally than has been the case at any point since the 1950s. So you've got a sort of increasingly mobile global population. And yes, you know, especially European countries are increasingly worried uh, about that and how you sustain these new arrivals. But at the other end, you've got this fascinating issue where countries like Britain and and Italy have ageing populations that need caring for. We'll hear more from Tom on The Next World in 10 and from Patrick Garland from the UN's Population Division. But that's it for today. Gong Shi Fa Chai. Happy New Year of the Dragon. Thank you for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.